welcome to the How To Dressage podcast, and in this episode, we're going to look at how the horse thinks and learns. Now, regardless of the discipline that you choose to compete in, your success will depend on your ability to teach and communicate with your horse. Therefore, it's essential to understand the basics of how a horse thinks and how he goes about learning. So in this podcast episode, we're going to take a look at the horse's natural instincts and how he learns to respond to your aids. So first, let's go over five things that you need to know about your horse. So the first one is that your horse is not a human. Now it's very easy for us to treat our horses like a human. We believe that they have human traits, emotions and cognitive abilities. Now not only is this confusing for the horse, but it can also be very dangerous. So first and foremost, we need to understand that horses think like horses. And it's our responsibility to communicate with them in a way that they understand and not the other way around. Now, the second thing you need to know is that your horse is a herd animal. Now, horses are conditioned through many thousands of years of evolution to live within the safety of a herd environment. Now, the greater the size of the herd, the more likely the horse's odds of not being eaten by a predator. Now, from the herd, the horse receives not only security, but also companionship and knowledge of where food can be found. Now, by nature, the majority of horses are followers. So when they're placed in the domestic setting, they're quite happy to follow a trusted human as opposed to another horse for their security. Now, the third point is that your horse is prey. In nature, the horse is a prey animal whose immediate instinct is to flee when threatened. It's that flight response that causes horses to spook and shy away from scary flowers at B or the terrifying judge's car at C. Now, although spooking is annoying to the rider, to the horse, it's done without thinking. Horses are programmed to be continually alert to potential danger. Now, if you punish the horse for spooking, that can only reinforce his initial reaction to run away and it only makes the situation worse. Now, if you have problems with your horse spooking, we do have a podcast episode and an article on our website, howtodressage.com, titled How to Deal with a Spooky Horse. So if you're having that problem, go and check that out. So your horse will always try to take flight first. However, if the horse is unable to take flight, then his fight response often kicks in. Now, if you picture a horse whose rider is holding him in a fixed and blocking contact, that horse cannot move freely forward and can feel trapped. He can then become resistant and tense, and he can fight the rider's hand in an attempt to break free. So when you're schooling your horse, you must always provide him with a way out so that he doesn't feel trapped and tense. Now, that might be easing the inside rein or taking the pressure off the horse by choosing an easier exercise. Now, moving on to point number four, and that is your horse is naturally lazy. Now, in his wild state, your horse will not expend energy that is not necessary for his survival. Now, when searching for food and water, 
he will also do it with the minimum effort required. So when you are training your horse, you need to be aware that he is always looking for the easiest answer to your questions. So you should aim to teach the horse in a logical and progressive manner so that everything we ask him to do is easy. And there's a famous quote which says that you should make the right stuff easy and the wrong stuff difficult. And finally, point number five on what you need to know about your horse is that your horse needs balance. Now in the wild, if the horse flees from danger and falls over, he can become lunch. Therefore, balance is very important to him. So when riding and training, the horse will always be trying to balance himself under the weight of the rider. And you can use this to your advantage in two ways. Firstly, because the horse needs to work in balance with the rider, it's this what allows us to form a harmonious partnership that moves together as one, because the horse is always looking for that balance. And secondly, if you have a tense horse, if you ride in balance yourself, this can reinforce the horse's need for self-preservation, and therefore it can help the horse to stay relaxed. So moving on, let's talk about how you go about reading your horse's body language. Now the easiest way to determine a horse's emotional state is by looking at his ears. Now pinback ears are a sign of anger, discomfort and temper. Ears that are pricked forward signal that the horse is paying attention to something in front of him. Ears that are flicking back and forward mean that the horse is dividing his attention between what is in front of him and what is behind him. You can often see this if you are riding and you are sat on the horse's back, especially if you talk to your horse. His ears might flick back and forward whilst trying to pay attention to what's in front of him as well as listening to what you are saying. Now, ears that are hanging floppily to the side indicate that the horse is relaxed, possibly even asleep. Now, when you are riding your horse, ideally, what you want to see are relaxed ears that are slightly floppy to the side that are turned back slightly towards you. And this indicates that the horse has his full attention on you rather than what's going on around him. And because his ears are relaxed, it means that he is free from tension. Okay, so we've covered some points on how your horse naturally thinks as well as how to read your horse's body language. Now let's answer some questions about how your horse goes about learning. So question number one is, can a horse use logic to learn? Well, your horse's brain is very different from yours. For a start, the horse has a much smaller brain relative to his body size than you do. Also, the horse's brain is structured differently which explains why he doesn't apply logic in the same way that we do. Now, the neocortex, which is the part of the brain that's used for functions such as logic, abstract thinking and reasoning, is much more developed and larger in the human brain than in the horse. Now, that's because a human brain is a predatory brain and we need to devise strategies to track and anticipate the movements of prey. On the other hand, the horse's brain is more geared towards survival, so locomotion and sensitivity, which are required for that flight response. So for the horse, problem solving and logic are not necessary skills. 
So the horse learns through experience and associative learning or trial and error. Now, therefore, your horse does not have the ability to plan ahead. For example, he cannot pretend to be lame to get out of work for that day. His brain is not able to function in that way. Now, question number two is, how do you teach a horse? Well, a horse has a good memory and positive and negative sensations are quickly learned. Now, you can train a horse through dominance and aggression, but this will limit the scope of learning and it will cultivate little trust from the horse. Now, some horses may submit to this type of learning, but others will attempt to flee or fight back. Now, regardless of the outcome, the horse will never be relaxed and comfortable in his work. Now, in contrast, if you teach the horse through positive reinforcement and praise, then he will be happy to do a movement over and over again without the use of force. Now, this leads us into question number three, which is how does a horse learn to understand aids? Well, the horse learns aids through the removal of pressure. For example, if the horse feels pressure on his side from your right leg, then as soon as he steps away from that pressure and moves to the left, then the pressure is removed. So the horse eventually learns what that particular aid means. Now, in the beginning the pressure will be removed and the horse will be rewarded for even the slightest of effort in the correct direction. But as the training progresses, he will gradually begin to be rewarded for only perfect responses to the aid. And that's how the horse learns. Now, question number four is, do horses learn quickly? Well, when taught correctly and sympathetically, horses can learn incredibly quickly. Also, once a horse has learned a lesson, he is likely to remember it for a lifetime. Now, that's good news, right? Well, it is, but there's also a negative to that too. That's because if you make a training mistake, or if you allow the horse to continue working in a way that is incorrect, the horse will assume that he is giving you the response that you want. Now, when you contradict that assumption by reprimanding the horse, he will be at best confused and at worst, frightened, possibly triggering the flight or even the fight response. So it's important to remember that any time we are riding or handling our horses, we are either training or untraining him. And lastly, question number five is, what is the horse's attention span? Now, horses are somewhat like children in that they have a limited attention span, which varies between individuals. And of course, young horses will be able to concentrate for shorter periods than more mature horses. Now, you need to get to know how long your horse can concentrate before his attention fades to know when the best window of opportunity is to teach him something new. Now, this same principle applies when you're warming your horse up at a competition. You need to discover how much working in time you need before you find your horse's attention sweet spot. And then once you know that, you can then time your entry down the centre line to perfection. Okay, so now let's talk about what happens when you are training your horse and you're not getting the response that you want. Well, there are many reasons why your horse does not respond or may respond incorrectly to your aids. Now, usually it's because he doesn't understand 
or he was not mentally and physically prepared. So what you need to do is you need to check that the aids were applied at the right time and in the right place and that the horse was ready to receive them and then make the necessary adjustments to help the horse understand. Now if that still doesn't work then what you need to do is you need to take a step back in your training. Review the training to date and re-cement the aids and then you can move forwards again. Right, so now let's quickly talk about teaching the horse to be unresponsive. Now, as mentioned, the horse is continually learning. So to him, everything is a learning experience. Again, as that famous saying goes, you are either teaching or unteaching your horse. Now, this means that sometimes we inadvertently teach our horses to become unresponsive to our aids. Consider the following two scenarios. So scenario one, have you ever watched a class of riding school ponies with beginner riders? Those little legs keep on kicking at every stride, but the pony does not take a single bit of notice. Now, if you watch the same pony in the field, you'll notice how they can sense the irritation of a tiny fly landing on their side and they'll twitch the insect away immediately. So it's not the case that the ponies can't feel the rider's leg but simply that they have learned that it's okay to ignore the leg aid. Now, the same principle applies to the rider who constantly kicks her horse to try to create more impulsion, gets no response, so carries on kicking regardless. The horse has learned that he doesn't need to pay attention to the leg and eventually becomes dead to it. Now, if you have this problem, you can search for the podcast episode or the article on our website, howtodressage.com, titled How to Get Your Horse in Front of the Leg. But moving on to scenario number two, here's another way in which we can inadvertently teach our horses to be unresponsive. And this is, if you watch a novice rider schooling her horse, you may notice her niggling at the horse with her spurs to move sideways away from the leg. Now, if the horse moves sideways but the rider persists in applying the aid, the horse then doesn't understand that he has responded correctly because the aid was not removed. Now, depending on the horse's temperament, he will either eventually become dead to that aid or he will show resistance to the spur. So remember to reward your horse and avoid confusing him by removing the aid and removing the pressure once he's responded to it as you wanted him to. In effect, the horse learns that the pressure will be removed as soon as he yields to the rider's aid. It's basically using a carrot rather than a stick approach to training the horse. The removal of the pressure is the horse's reward and he will eventually learn to respond to the most subtle and slightest of aids. So to wrap this episode up, to be able to train your horse to maximise his full potential in the dressage arena And as a safe, happy riding horse, you need to understand how the horse thinks and learns. Now, the most important thing to remember is that your horse is not a human and it's your job to communicate with him in a way that he understands. So, to be a successful dressage rider and trainer, you must learn to think like a horse. Now, if you have any questions when it comes to this podcast episode or if you have any other hints and tips that you would like to share with us, then please do so in the comments box at the bottom of the relevant blog post on our website. 
And to make sure that you don't miss out on any of our other free stuff, our books, our training diaries and competitions, please don't forget to like and follow us on our other social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter and Pinterest. We truly appreciate you for taking the time to listen to our podcast and we hope that you got a lot from it. For more, don't forget to check out our articles and other free stuff which is available on our website howtodressage.com and pop by Amazon for our range of dressage books, planners and diaries to help you stay on track with your competitions and training. Bye for now.